Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, happy people, and welcome to episode number 25 of the Rise and Shine podcast series. My name is Diane McKendrick, and it is my pleasure today to bring to you the topic of stop hiding. Who feels a little bit scared when I say that? The topic is stop hiding. I see you, I hear you, I acknowledge you, I know how you feel. So as always, a little bit of an intro to get us started. I am speaking to you. Yes, you, beautiful being listening to this podcast. I know it. I know this feeling of feeling like you wanna hide and you don't want to be seen. But let me remind you, you have so much to share, so much to share with the world, but you are telling yourself, I'm too busy, I'm too overwhelmed, I'm scared of being seen, what will people think of me? What will people say? Oh my gosh, what will people say if I'm successful and amazing and I'm changing the world? The other thing you might be telling yourself is, hey, what will people say and what will people think? If they meet the real me and they realize I'm a fraud, I'm an imposter, I'm working really hard and I'm doing all these things, but somebody might think I'm a fraud and they don't believe me. Well, we've got strategies to help you through that because it's something that comes up regularly for me. And the first little bit of advice there is if you have a growth mindset, you will feel like a fraud or an imposter probably more than you don't. Because my belief is this, we have this compelling new identity, this five years from now, this or 10 years from now, this wise woman who knows. And she comes back and she talks to me and she tells me these things. And when things happen, like the retreat nearly getting cancelled and us getting the call several days out to say, sorry, you can only have seven people there. Um, you're going to have to get rid of the other. It was a sold out retreat. So I thought to myself, how do I do this? And, and instead of deciding from who I am now in my business, starting out and a year and a half in, I fast forwarded and I went to this amazing woman who's five or 10 years down the track who I call the compelling new identity. And I said to her, what should I do? Or, and I said to myself, what would she do? What would somebody that didn't have the money limitations that I had and has seen what's happened for me, how would she approach this? What decisions would she make? And honestly, I got the answer straight away. And it was so amazing to go through that process. And we just fast forward um, and we just held our very first Soul Mastery Retreat number one. There was massive. If you listened to the podcast last week, you would have got a bit of a background of what happened for us. Um, but we've got through the other side, tantrums, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, you name it. We had it or I had it. I can speak for myself. And honestly, guys, it was the most insanely intense, mesmerizing Oh, phenomenal three days together. We added an extra day this time. We up-leveled the event space. We up-leveled the food. We up-leveled everything. We bought online where 
people got to join in on the videos and are watching the recordings and we've got workbooks being made up and intellectual property coming through like just beyond my wildest dreams it's amazing so yeah going back to what if what if someone realizes i'm a fraud what if someone realizes i'm having these conversations with this woman out in my future and she's telling me what to do and how to be because she's done it all before so these are the thoughts that make you pull back that make you retreat they give you this self-sabotage pattern that all of you know. I mean, I do it too. It will, these thoughts will help you or make you stay busy, stay stuck. And ultimately what your brain is telling you, it will keep you safe. If I don't do that and I don't shine, no one's going to know who I am. So then when I fall or fail um, or land flat on my face, no one's going to know and I can get up and I can dust off and I don't have to tell anybody about it. I don't have to be ridiculed. I don't have to be laughed at. I don't have to be uh, made a fool of. <laughs> but however, if you live a life like this, you will slowly die on the inside. The action that you take in your life will be little or none and you'll find yourself faffing about doing dead-end jobs day after day after day. You'll be doing these dead-end jobs or tasks that keep you running faster. Those tasks that you just have to keep doing and the more you do, the more you have to do. And then it's like you're on this hamster wheel and the faster you run, the faster that bloody wealth, <laughs> that hamster wheel will spin. So stop tricking yourself. Stop hiding. You have got an essence, a message, a something within you that you can share with the world. So the vicious cycle starts and you'll become stagnant. Your brain starts telling you it's not time. I'll do it when the kids grow up or maybe I'll do it later. It's not the right time. Let me tell you, it's like having a baby. It is never the right time. So we need to convince ourselves that it's always the right time to shine. No matter what's going on in your life, you've got so much to offer the world and it's time to let it out. So deep inside, you're aching to share the essence your gift with the world convincing yourself that it doesn't matter i'll just keep doing this i'll do it when the kids grow up i'll do it here i'll do it there but it ever never actually happens does it well let me tell you with the tips through this podcast and being able to have done this myself I see you, I acknowledge you, and it is now time for you to step out of the shadows and share your true self with the world. And then like me and a lot of my clients, if you wanted to monetize that, if you want to design a life around your sole purpose, your values, and then you can create a business or a life or a lifestyle around that, then you'll have people coming to you. You will become the person of influence. You will become that shining light. You will become that beacon of light. You will become that signpost for people, which you might already be, but we need it on a grander scale. We need to raise the vibration. There's so much crap happening out there in the world and we need you. We need you to step up. We need you to step out. We need you to be seen and heard and acknowledged. So tune into the next little bit of time together. Once again, I do, I record my podcasts on Monday and my massage lady is coming over in about 10 minutes. So I'm going to get as much content as I can to you in the next 10 minutes before I have my massage and then pick my beautiful kids up for school. And then I'm fully booked all the way through to 9.30. Um, but no, I know exactly how you feel because I felt it too. 
Um, what we want after this podcast and after doing some work with me is for you to like come out of the blocks and start living the life of your dreams. Not everybody else, not your parents, not your teachers, not all the people, but you, your dreams, who you are, what you love, what you want to uh, create for your life. So I've done this personally and I've done it now with thousands of my clients worldwide. And I just need to remind you that the time is now. The time is now for you to step out there and be seen and be heard and be supporting and healing and helping the rest of the world. So where does it start? Where does this feeling of not good enough or if I do something really amazing, it's going to absolutely change my life? Where does that start from? Okay, so where does this feeling come from? As a side note first, you might hear some shuffling around. I'm just resetting my microphone. How good is technology? You guys don't know this, but I paused. You would have heard the little click a clack a clunk. I paused because my massage therapist got here. So I had a massage. I then went and picked the kids up from school with still massage lines on my face because I timed it so I could just finish my massage, get dressed, go grab the kids. And then I took Ross for a haircut, <laughs> took them to the shops, got back, did a client call. And now I have just over 15 minutes before I've got to go in and do dinner time with the kids. So how good is technology? If I didn't tell you that and you didn't hear the little shuffles in there, you wouldn't have even known that I'd gone anywhere. Could have just like paused the recording, come back and carried on. Um, so the... Um, challenge now is remembering what I was talking about several hours ago as I was doing the podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure I said something like, where does this feeling of being not being good enough start from? So we were talking about hiding and, you know, not wanting to come out and share our essence and gifts with the world and not wanting to stand out because there's people out there that reject us or bully us. And basically it comes from a memory of the past when you've done something amazing and someone's had their reaction to that and then you grabbed onto their thought or what they said or their opinion and you made it your own. Like I had it heaps while I was growing up because I um, was quite a gifted athlete, a runner and a swimmer. And as many times as people would praise me and say, you did an amazing job, there was always someone around that would challenge me with that and say, um, this or that, or you're not good enough, or you're a fake, or you're a fraud, or whatever. Like, that's just the law of the universe. And a lot of us attach to wanting to be praised all the time because we associate that with, oh, good girl, you did a good job. And then as a little girl or a little boy, it's like, oh, I can be loved now because I'm a good little girl. Um, but if you get in trouble, you have these feelings of, oh my gosh, no, I'm not good enough. And why did I say that? Or why did I do that? And we form a belief uh, at a very young age that, you know, you, you want to be this good girl, you want to be noticed for the good things, but we just have to remember that when we can accept all the parts of ourself, now this is key, this is key, 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 critical, crucial in business and in life, in any areas of your life, you want to accept all parts of yourself. I could not do what I have done on this journey if I was trying to hide my perceived negative personality, personality traits, behaviors, if I was living in toxic shame, if I was trying to hide things from the past. It just doesn't work like that. It's a vibrational thing. So a lot of people are trying to hide or, or hiding in their life business or whatever area of their life because they're resisting a part of their self. 
What if someone finds out that when I get home, I'm cranky, I'm snap at my husband and I rouse on my kids? What if someone finds that out? And so for me, it's just like, I'll put my hand up and say, yeah, I snap at my husband and rouse on my kids because I'm human and I've got a lot on my plate. I don't try and show up and pretend that I'm not doing it. And if we do this in all areas of our life, it just reduces that charge on trying to be perfect all the time and trying to paint a picture that's unrealistic to, um, to live up to. So you want to just make sure if you want to do anything in your life, you've got to accept more so than even putting it out there and telling everybody within yourself, you have got to accept all of your wholeness. So I did a webinar on it. it was really powerful. If anybody wants a copy of the webinar, please PM me, send me a PM on Facebook. And the webinar is about um, owning all of your traits. And I take you through this process. Actually, it's in my mastermind as well. I take you through this process where we neutralize the feelings and the internal representational uh, perceived representation of what certain characteristics are. Like a lot of people think, you know, being angry is bad or you know, being a liar is bad or having narcissistic qualities is bad. And so then we try and hide that or resist that. And then there's this underlying fear that if you stand out and people find out about your angriness or your um, selfishness or your narcissistic behavior that you're going to go down the gurgler. So what this process does in the strategy that I do in the mastermind, um, or I'm happy to send you a copy if you like, just PM me, is it goes into the subconscious mind and it helps you neutralize all the feelings because even this little bit of information will change your life. Everything in actuality is whole. And you've probably all heard me say that before. So everything in actuality is whole. So if you, so what we do is attach to one side of the coin and basically one side of the coin is what we show on social media and what we want to show, you know, to the school mums and to our family is that we're happy and we're activated and we're exciting and we're adventurous and all the thing. We get attached to the perceived positive, but every single thing has two sides of the coin. So if you are happy or if you have happy qualities, tendencies, emotions, then in order to have happy you also have to have sad. But then what people do is they try and not be sad and they push it away. If you're active, and this is for me, this was a big one for me when I was learning this. I would put out there, I'm activated, I'm active, you'll see me doing so much. It wasn't quite as easy for me when I learned this. It's like, oh, if I'm active, that also must mean I'm as much equal parts of the opposite. I am also lazy. And when I learned that, my ego jumped in. It was trying to justify things. I don't watch TV. I don't do this. And then it just softened. It was like, actually, yes, of course, I can be lazy. How would it feel if I accepted that part of myself and stopped resisting against it and stopped pushing against it? The other thing that I identified with for myself personally was I am adventurous. Like I traveled the world, I backpacked the world basically by myself for two years. I was such a shy, timid little pedal, I could barely say two words to people. But during this backpacking adventure, I was here and I was there and I was everywhere for two years. And so adventure was, was something I identified with and I really was important to me. And I was creating an identity around that. When I came home and had to get a real job back into centre management, I was like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, back to the story. I go off on a little tangent. I was adventurous and I identified with adventurous. And when I learned this strategy and I had to accept 
my well the opposite to being adventurous i would say is boring oh my gosh that diane saunderson that was my maiden name diane saunderson is boring i was like i've just created a whole life trying to prove to the rest of the world that i'm this crazy amazing adventurous chick chucking the backpack on there so i mean you don't have to get out there and, and stand on the mountaintops and shout it to the world but the most important thing is that you accept it for yourself and i guarantee that if you have both sides of the coin and you accept both sides of the coin about yourself, it's gonna help you come out of hiding because then you're not attaching to the one side and trying to resist or hide or shame yourself for being sad, lazy, narcissistic, whatever it is, because it's the same with narcissistic, right? And this might trigger a few people, particularly if you're in the polarity or in, you're in a um, maybe a relationship or some around you is narcissistic and I say to you, hey, you've got narcissistic qualities. Um, or you've got narcissistic behaviors, just listen, listen to that and let it sit. Don't attack me. Or if you do, just do it online so I can buffer it. <laughs> just witness and observe the thoughts that go through your head when I say that to you, because I know mine were not very pleasant. When I was going through this process with my mentor, and it's like, hey, yes, you're as narcissistic as you are altruistic. So altruistic's the opposite to narcissistic. Altruistic. Now, let me know because I've been this person as well and then this person, because I guess we're the whole thing. Do you know someone that is just too nice? They will do anything for anyone. It's always a yes. If you need something done, you're going to call them because you know they will drop everything and they'll be there for you. They will give things. They will eat things. They will go places that don't align with them, that make them feel bad because they're extremely altruistic, which means that they're too nice. It's a polarity. It's like one end of the scale. And what often that draws in is the opposite being narcissistic where it's very self-centered and very all about them and you know a whole lot of other qualities that come along with that but when I had to sit with that and neutralize the feeling of oh my gosh I have narcissistic qualities my ego straight away no I don't no I don't I'm nice I'm the nice girl and then when I really got down to it I was like oh okay this is this is the journey this is the um, the, the information and the research that I'm learning, what would it feel like if I just played with that for a little bit? What would it feel like if instead of being too serious about it, I just, you know, let it land and tried it on like a piece of clothing? And you can all do this too if it's pretty um, harsh, this sort of information. You know, how would that feel if I just tried that on like a piece of clothing? And if I didn't like it, I could take it off and I could leave it over there. But you know what? When I put that piece of clothing on and I just tried it out for a little bit, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. If I just accept that I can have these behaviors and I'm not in them as much as I'm in the ones that I consciously choose for myself, being activated, motivated, um, kind, because if I call myself kind and compassionate, I also have to accept about myself that I can be pretty mean and the opposite to compassionate, whatever that is, pretty harsh. And yeah, so how that felt, it felt really good to just go, oh, I, I am both. So this is the way it was explained to me. And it's explained really well in the webinar. So just reach out. I'd love you to be able to listen to it. I've had so much incredible, amazing feedback that it's changed so many people's lives, particularly because I work with a lot of business people and with the social media, your whole life is out there. Your face, your figure, your body, your relationship, everything. And if you're trying to resist one side of the coin, you're going to have this really deep sense of wanting to hide and not being seen. But the way it was likened to me was like, you know, you have two sides of the coin, the heads and the tails. If you've got one side of the coin being the positive and you can accept, I am 
I'm positive and I am friendly and I am activated. That's self-esteem. If you can accept those nice things about yourself, that's self-esteem. But it's only one side of the coin and you cannot bank the coin. You can't put that coin into the money bank until it's got the two sides um, two, two sides spoken for. So the other side of the coin is when you can say, I am kind and I'm also cruel. I am activated and I am also lazy. I am adventurous and I can also be boring. That is a full coin, heads and tails, and you've accepted the lot, surrendered to the lot. That coin is a self-worth coin. You put that in your piggy bank, ding, 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 ding. The more self-worth coins you get into your piggy bank, the better you're going to feel about yourself. And then what happens up is this, you like see it, the clouds part and the sun shines in and you just start walking down this path and everything's laid out in front of you. I'm kidding, right? It's not quite that easy. But honestly, it can be. Your life will open up and flourish and blossom and bloom, whether it be your health and fitness, whether it be your relationships, whether it be your business. The day that you can understand and start to play with this idea that we are both sides of the coin. So I'd like you to go through, um, I, really wish, I really wish I had um, time to go through the whole webinar with you, but I will send it to you. And I'm loving that you can't see me on the podcast because I just had a massage and my face has still got like the towel marks on it. And as I was driving back from getting Ross's haircut, I was like, oh, I have to get on and do my calls this afternoon. Um, podcast and I thought oh I still look like I'm half asleep oh but that's okay because a podcast and they can't see me how awesome is this um, I had so much beautiful feedback at the retreat actually this weekend the soul mastery retreat about this podcast because you know sometimes behind the scenes you feel like I'm committed to it I do it and it gets done every week but I don't get I get I get some feedback but not a huge amount and I forget how many lives it touches and just this week um, at the retreat, one lady said, oh, yes, you know who I'm talking about because you'll probably listen to this. She was like, oh, yes, I get all my staff to listen to it. I pick out the relevant um, content and topics and she works in an um, office in the city. And as personal development, I have all my staff listen to it. And then when a friend came over today, I was chatting to her. So you're going to know who it is too. I won't mention names just for privacy. But she was like, oh, my cleaner came over last week. And I was like, she really needs this information right now. And I was listening. She said, I was listening to the podcast and I thought about my clean. I was like, she needs this too. So I'm going to pop this on and she's going to have to listen to her while she cleans. Um, so it's beautiful. This podcast is really going out further, farther, wider. If you're not getting it every week, you can personal message me on Facebook and send me your email. And I can make sure that that's sent out to you with a little blurb every week. It comes out usually either on a Monday night or a Tuesday morning, depending on how organized myself and my team are. <laughs> um, so yeah, but this is a really interesting topic. And I just want to help neutralize some of the fears around standing up and being counted and being heard, and really fully, wholly, solely accepting all parts of yourself. It is so relevant. It's so important. Any area of your life, whatever you want to do in, you know, your motherhood, your business, like I said before, your finances, your physique, whatever it is, let's accept all parts of ourself. Now, another quick topic that I want to um, address is as you start to rise up and if you're listening to these podcasts if you're coming to the half day speaking of the half day free tickets for everybody that listens to the podcast 
please um, PM me. I will send you the code and you can get a free ticket. In fact, I will put it down at the bottom of this podcast so you can click on the link and go ahead and get your free ticket. Um, yeah, amazing. Six Steps to Soul Success Workshop. We'll hold it every month or two, depending on what else we've got on and all the podcast people can get a free ticket. And that's what I was saying. If you work with me, if you come to the half day, if you come to the retreats, if you're listening to this podcast, if you've read my book or you've got my audio book or you're wearing my jewelry, your vibration will be lifting. Whether you like it or not, you are, your vibration is going to be lifting. Your frequency is going to be lifting. Your awareness is going to be opening up and people are going to come to you. This is part of human nature. And they'll say to you, hmm, you've changed. And I'm not sure I like it very much. Because we teach people how to treat us. My life changed when I learned this. We teach, let me say that again, we teach people how to treat us. And if someone's treating you not very nice, then it's because you haven't set the boundary or you've allowed it. We've got to stand up, set a solid boundary, speak up for ourselves, and change what's happening internally for us first. Because most relationships are patterns and it's got a blueprint and your relationship or your friendship or your partnership, it'll all, it's like a fingerprint. You would all have a pattern. If you look at your conversations with your beloved, with your partner, with your kids, I can almost guarantee if you just sit back and observe and witness that there's a pattern, there's a blueprint, there's this, the same thing that happens in it, although it's a different conversation, it follows the same structure And until we can recognize and change those patterns to something that you choose, quite often because of what we've been taught in the past and society and relationships while we were growing up before we knew better, we created some really bad habits in having conversations and relationships. So have a look at that and change them. Change who you are. There's a a thing that I speak about at um, the retreated at the half day now we've incorporated it into the information is the drama triangle and it was taught to me by my mentor and it's like basically in each relationship um, the patterning usually there's a persecutor a victim and a rescuer which part do you play and which part does the other person play and when you can take yourself out of the drama and stop being the persecutor then the other pe- person won't go into victim or vice versa and literally the week I, I learned about this I got to an event and someone pretty much attacked me straight away, straight into it. I just walked into the event. I'd been to two other events prior to this and I walked in and even before I'd entered, someone had bailed me up in the hallway and was like persecuting me and saying, you did this and you said this and I'm not happy about that and how dare you? And I caught myself and I was like, hmm, this is part of the reason I didn't want to shine. This is part of the reason I didn't want people to know who I am because you've all got your... You've all got your um, a representation of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And people are going to have it about you. Um, so this woman was, was, was telling me all about what I'd said and done and how it had affected her. And I caught myself because my old pattern was to be in victim. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Um, I won't do that again. I was like, hold on a second. I'm a businesswoman and I know about this drama triangle right now. What if I just pulled myself out and I wasn't the victim? I wasn't the rescuer. I'm not trying to help her. I'm not trying to coach her. I'm not trying to rescue her from being angry at me. What if I just let it land? What if I just tried that on for like I would a shirt or a pair of shoes? And she got it off her chest and I said, I hear you. And I'm, you know, it's understandable that you feel that way or whatever, but I didn't go into the rescuer mode, um, which is another tendency I have to do being so passionate about supporting and helping people. I can sometimes go into rescuer 
Um, but yeah, and I didn't go into victim mode, which is a huge pattern of mine. Oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. And I don't know how and how dare I, I can't do this. What was I thinking? And I know you get it because I know the majority of you are probably feeling this way as well. So in this case, it turned out it was a very different outcome because I had the awareness that I had and I used the drama triangle. Uh, more information about that too, also in the six, day, uh, six Steps to Soul Success Half Day Workshop. So the other point to mention here, and you guys would have all heard this. I'm almost certain that you have, you've heard these words and quite possibly you know it cognitively, like you know it in your brain, but it doesn't necessarily land uh, until after the fact. Now, you would have all heard the saying, um, and if you haven't heard it, there's this saying out there, and I don't know it word for word, but it's something like, unless they're in, I think it's a Benet Bene Brown um, saying. In fact, I'm going to pause for a second, three, two, one, pause, and I'm going to look it up. Hold on a sec. Seriously, guys, how good is technology? <laughs> I've just looked this up and it says, it's even better than I was going to say it. It says, <laughs> it's the Benet Brown quote, so I was right. If you are not in the arena and also getting your ass kicked, I am not interested in your feedback. So let me say that again. If you are not in the arena and getting your ass kicked, I am not interested in your feedback. As a business person, as a master of your life, as a thought leader, whatever, this lesson is huge because you've probably like me got a lot of people around you that care a lot about you and you're going to go through tough times in business in life in your physique in your finances there's going to be tough times i can if i can promise you anything it's that and you've probably got a lot of people around you that care a lot about you and they want to protect you and a lot of them are going to give you their feedback and for a long time, particularly the people closest to me that I admire and that I love, I would take their feedback on board. And it didn't land me. I've been in business about a year and a half now until very recently when I had some people telling me some things, people that I admired and I adored and I um, hold very high and close to my heart were giving me some feedback about something that happened that had happened in my business and they were quite charged to it. And I was listening to it and I witnessed myself and I went into victim because they went into persecutor and telling me, you've got to do this and you've got to do that and you've got to make that phone call. You've got to stand up and be counted and you've got to do X, Y and Z. And I thought to myself, well, what aligns with me and my, work, my ethic and my sole purpose and my business and still a bit in victim mode, like I could feel it, I could feel it in my body. And honestly, I was sitting on the couch one night. I do personal development, usually between nine and 10, most nights, some form of personal development. And I was sitting there, you know, dissecting my day. And I do this thing called advanced self-review. That's also in my mastermind. If you're interested in the mastermind, actually, it's www.dianemckendrick, D-I-A-N-E-M-C-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K.com, dianemckendrick.com. So I was sitting there. Doing my personal development before I go to bed at night, best time, early morning and late night before you before you go to bed, so it gets ingrained into your subconscious. And honestly, it landed like a pile of bricks. Oh my gosh, because I'd really got myself into a pickle and I really got myself into this 
confused state because I was listening to a couple of people that were close to me about this, this thing that was happening and I had to make some decisions and it was big and it finally landed for me. Are they in the arena? Are they, they care about me? Yes. Are their opinions valid? Yes. Is it what I would do? No. Um, does that mean that I am wrong? And I would start questioning my own worth. I would start questioning all my own decisions. And it just was like, oh my gosh, they don't quite get it. They're not in the arena. They're not running a million dollar business or they're not even running a business. Yes, they care about me. Yes, they've got experience in maybe even another type of business, but I'm like, they're not in here getting their ass whipped with me. I've got to, I've got to trust and you've got to trust that when people are coming to you and, and giving you feedback and it might be either about an event like that or it could be about your actions and how you're showing up on social media or how you're not showing up on social media or for me in my case how I raise my kids my relationship with my husband because my whole life is out there on social media and you'd be really surprised at what people what feedback people decide to come and, and give me about my life and at first it really scared me and it really shocked me and it made me just want to crawl in under a rock and not come out. And I was like, I can't run a business like this, particularly in this day and age when everything, the majority of stuff is online. I really need to own all those parts of myself. I really need to start to listen to the people who are in there getting their ass kicked with me and understand it and have got it and are running their own business and have the family life that I admire and adore. So that's the lesson in that, the wisdom in that for all of you is people are going to tell you what they think, probably because they care. Um, and they're wanting to protect you. But please remember that saying, if they're not in, in the same arena as you, they might be even doing really well in another area of your life that you have mastered or you haven't. But if it's about your business, get your business mentors. If it's about your relationship, get your relationship mentors or the people that are in there getting their ass kicked with you. Um, I think that's really relevant. Another one, um, I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about today in terms of hiding, but I just really wanted to share those couple of points in particular because I feel like so many of you I'm working with and so many of you that are listening to the podcast and following me on social media, you're on the cusp. You're on the cusp of really stepping into this space of the unknown. And honestly, this is my jam. This is my area of genius is taking women obviously because this is my journey and this is exactly what I've done, who don't believe in themselves, who are scared of being seen because of what people are going to say and what it's going to mean for your family life and blah, blah, blah. And like teleporting you, propelling you into this, this future or this present moment of absolute presence and truth and greatness where you can share through a business or through your relationships or through however the bloody hell you want your essence with the world there's also another saying i might have to pause this again i need to look it up because i have to read this one to you because um, it's something that i come back to a lot hold on a second i'm back i'm being a bit cheeky today <laughs> okay so i have to read this to you so this is from uh, mary ann williamson and i think it sums up what we've been talking about really really well and the reason a lot of you are a lot of us are so scared to be seen and step out from hiding and it goes a little something like this our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is your light, not your darkness, that most frightens you. Love is what we were born with. Fear is what we learned here. 
Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. The practice of forgiveness is our most important contribution to the healing of the world. In every community, there is work to be done. In every nation, there are wounds to heal. In every heart, there is power to do it. We are not held back by the love we didn't receive in the past, but the love we're not extending in the present. Let me say that again. We are not held back by the love we didn't receive in the past, but the love we are not extending in the present. We can always choose to perceive things differently. You can focus on what's wrong in your life or you can focus on what is right. The goal of spiritual practice is full recovery. And the only thing you need to recover is a fractured sense of self. The first step in forgiveness is the willingness to forgive. Maturity includes the recognition that no one is going to see in us what we don't see in ourselves. Stop waiting for a producer. Produce yourself. That's something I used to read almost daily. And I just want to visit the top part again. This is my favorite part. And I want you to listen again with new and fresh ears and just cleanse and clear out anything that you've been thinking through the rest of the podcast and really listen to these few lines. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is your light, not your darkness, that most frightens you. And in saying that, I think I might finish up with those few words. It is your light, not your darkness, that frightens you the most. So my friends, you have got a decision. If you have been hiding, it is time to come out. It is time to be counted. It is time to be seen and acknowledged so you can give permission for those around you who are also hiding because there's flipping a lot of them to come out and be seen and heard as them. You will come out and share your gift and your essence with the world. You will learn, you will get knocked down and you will get back up again. Get yourself a solid, sturdy community uh, as a container where you can feel safe to grow and blossom and be nurtured and do nurturing for other people as well. And if we all do that, this place, this world will be a very different place to live. So no more hiding, my friend. It's time to come out. It's time to share yourself with the world. It's time to shine bright. It's time to rise up. And I'm looking forward to seeing you over there on social media and watching you shine so bright. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket. The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.